Hey everyone, just wanted to uh, put a quick disclaimer at the beginning of this episode. After we got done recording, we realized uh, there was some technical difficulties uh, with the recording, uh, specifically, I guess, on my end and in in my voice. Uh, this was an over-the-phone uh, podcast that we uh, recorded, so uh, I apologize for that. Hopefully, you guys can still enjoy this. Uh, if you got any questions or anything, feel free to email us, montyandmickey at gmail.com. And yeah, hopefully you enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Monty and Mickey, the Geek Pop Culture Podcast. Uh, today, we've got another shorty episode, uh, cu- a couple more quick hitters. Um, we're going to be covering the first three episodes of Kenobi. Uh, obviously, uh, spoiler warning if, if you didn't already know that going into this episode um mickey my my lovely lovely co-host and and the other the other my better some would say better better (laughs) podcasting half oh i Um, just threw up in my mouth he's uh i don't even know why i'm buttering you up what am i buttering you up for i don't know well i mean it's not feels like no one else ever does it so a i appreciate it but when you said lovely and lovely i'm like wow i've never i've never heard anyone describe me that way I, I almost hung up because I thought I was on the wrong phone. You're on the wrong call. Well, yeah. I, I was just gonna I was just gonna point out the fact if if you uh, as as Mickey said if if you hear if it sounds different or Mickey's voice sounds different, uh, he finally hit, hit puberty. puberty. Yeah. So we're we're happy. Well, we're all happy about that at the Monty and Mickey podcast. He can finally rent a car. I don't know that we um, are not at this podcast. <laughs> I'm not sure it's a good thing if I've hit puberty. But in all seriousness, he uh, he is feeling slightly under the weather. No, I got you. You you've never had COVID, right? Nope. Nope. Wow. I'm a COVID virgin. Lucky, lucky few. Yeah. So, anyways, um, yeah, both we're gonna be talking. Both both of my parents have gotten it now, even, and I still didn't catch it from them. I just got the cold, so. Thank you, mom and dad. Well, that's the gift that keeps on giving, Clark. I get exactly. So yeah, so like I said, we're going to be talking talking Kenobi today, and uh, I, I I'm really excited. I think that um, this this series just takes and and Mickey and I actually haven't we've we've kind of texted back and forth a little bit, but we really haven't talked in great deep detail like off mic uh about this this uh series but i guess i would just i just want to start off by saying i i really enjoy this in a a different way than book of boba fett in a different way than the mandalorian it represents like like a step forward in star wars history in star wars media in in my opinion a very positive way is that a good way to kind of set it up would you say would you agree with those statements well i i think the mandalorian was a, a different more made up character than we've been used to so that you can we can kind of disregard that from this particular context the book of boba fett uh might be included but he, he comes from a more gray or dark side point of view i guess so I think what you said is perfect because Obi-Wan is a, is a Jedi. So they're the light side. And I think, yeah, I think what you're saying is, I mean, from, from the light side point of view, 
this is definitely a different angle than we've had as far as a live action series. And honestly, um, just to say it right off the bat, I, I like Book of Boba Fett. I like everything Star Wars. I, I mean, I'm a cynic in my in, by nature, but I, I try not to be as negative as most people, even though my sarcasm might make me sound like I am. I'm actually trying to make a joke often, but people don't want to get that because people don't like to laugh much anymore, but that doesn't stop me from trying. The point is, I try not to be so negative and constantly criti- crit- critical. That's the big word. Um, so I, I, I like all these series. I, I really do. But The Mandalorian has been my favorite of, of both Star Wars and uh, Marvel to, to this point. As much as I've liked the Marvel live action series, too. I'm glad they started doing this. And I think COVID kind of pushed us into that direction. So I appreciate that. It's nice to have something to watch at home when you can't watch it on the big screen. But, um, and eventually I'll get to my point. I swear to God. The thing is, I think Boba Fett might be one of my favorites that compares to the Mandalorian overall. And yet going into this particular podcast, I read some reviews by the geek, the review geek, and he was very negative about the whole series so far. So um, it just, it just depends on your perspective and how you look at things is what it is. I guess is the point I'm making. I've, I've loved it so far. And yet some people will still be very critical of it. Probably even though it's based on the time of the original trilogy, because it's not the original trilogy. Yeah. And I was, uh, I was going to touch on that too. Um, The fact is this move, this series has definitely gotten, I would say as much, as much, maybe not more, but probably right on par with Book of Boba Fett. There's people Criticism. just don't like nope. when you take a character that's been established and then for, they go decades, right. and have a character development that's different than what they're used to. I mean, oh, and that's what, I, what else is it? I mean, I and the things that they're criticizing, I'm like, okay, sure, but I didn't notice that. You're looking for stuff. They're they're yeah. they're deliberately looking for things. Whereas if you go back to the original trilogy trilogy, you'd see these same things. You could oh, criticize sure. those movies just as much, but they for won't sure. because they existed forty years ago, you know? No, longer yeah, than and, that, I guess. And I and I think that you Yeah, it's it's a weird thing. It's it's such a uh, it's 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 so weird because and and I, I think this is a good this is a good podcast to talk about this right there was a ton of hate that happened in the star wars prequel trilogy yeah and a lot of that hate came from adults or i would say young adult maybe adults 20s you know 20 something year olds and and older who had grown up watching the original trilogy they were not, you know, very. Um, they they didn't they didn't receive their prequel. Oh, you're talking about my generation. Yes, yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I would oh, say your generation. I thought your generation saying... and older. Yep. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I thought I misunderstood. I thought you were saying people younger than us. No, you are right on. No, that's so, not our stuff. So we don't like it. It's different, and it's new, and we don't like it. And that's that's the feeling I got too. Yeah. Sorry. And so I made what sound you're like seeing only because they are. 
What you're seeing now, though, and you and McGregor hit it right on the head. Him and Hayden Christensen got up on stage during this last Star Wars celebration, and they there's there was a ton of panels. I mean, we could do an entire podcast. I, I don't think we have the time this year to do it, but they talked about the new TV shows that are coming out. They talked about uh, Disney parks and how Boba Fett and Fennec Shan are going to be characters at the at the uh, Galaxy's Edge now. They talked about uh, the uh, you know, different merchandise. They talked about uh, Lego. They talked about a ton of stuff that was all focused on Star Wars. And the what they had throughout the event was these different panels where they brought the, the actors up on stage who are essentially the actors who either are going to be in a new TV show or who have been in a Disney Plus TV show. So you had Uma McGregor, you had, um, uh, oh God, Darth Vader, um, What's his name? Hayden, Hayden, Christensen. Hayden, Hayden Christensen. You had uh, Tamora Morrison. You had, uh, well, the uh, Ming, the, the the lady who plays Phoenix Chan. She actually we, COVID, we never so get her had, name right. Yeah, that's not well, fair. Well, but... she she was she wanted to be. She actually was crying. She like I follow her on Instagram. She said she was crying, not because of COVID, but because she wanted to be at Star Wars Celebration. She's such a huge fan that I saw in that Galaxy's oh, Edge, yeah. and I I hate I hate that I can't remember her name. Because it makes me feel like such a racist, and that's not why I'm just stupid. But yeah, she seems like an amazing, beautiful, incredibly talented woman, and I so want to meet her. So I'm so jealous that you're going to, to yeah. Fan Expo and my stupid ass can't. But yeah, all that aside, she seems awesome. So I apologize for not remembering her name. Yeah, her first name I know it's Ming, and then I think it's Yang. I think is her last name, but I'll have so, to look that yeah. up. To and, and she just and she's so cool and she's such she's a star wars geek from what oh, i yeah. saw she so. there's a video of her opening up her um her uh action figure and she's just like freaking out yeah right she like, even oh mentions my gosh that. i love this she so mentions much. that yeah so but anyway so she was supposed to be there and then i think george lucas eventually made us uh i mean they talked about lucas film projects and the new uh 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 readers are uh Indiana Jones, they talked yeah. that, that apparently is going to come out. And then they talked about uh, just all this different stuff. And we kind of touched on this in our last episode. But my point is, is that so Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor got up on stage. And they actually were on stage together. They were on stage a couple different times, a couple different panels. Um, Ashley Eckstein, the, the lady who plays, um, uh, uh, not Fennec Shane. Gosh, I am horrible with names. If you guys haven't figured it out, I am horrible horrible with names <laughs> ahsoka tano the lady the lady who plays the voice of ahsoka tano who has you're better own, with her name than i am so still. who has her own star wars clothing line called her universe and then she expanded to our universe she talked and she was up there all together and then rosario dawson was up on stage and she was talking about the new ahsoka series and then i don't even i can't even remember his name but the guy who plays cassian andor he was up on stage Long walk for a short drink of water. What they touched on, and they had talked about this before in, in like promo interviews with you know media outlets leading up to Star Wars Celebration. But what they talked about was the fact that the kids who watched, like my generation, I would say I'm solid, solidly in the prequel generation. I, I was nine years old when the first movie came out. On my generation. Sorry, so I looking... keep thinking you're going to break into the Who song, My Generation. Sorry, that makes oh, me no. old, but sorry. that was a good song. Um, right, and now that I've interrupted, 
Meng Meng Na Wen. That's that's FedEx Chan's the actress's name. I didn't even have her last deserves, name right. So yeah, right. She, well, she, yeah, and she definitely deserves to be called it's up. Not I mean, her, yeah. it's us. Yeah, Te- definitely a, a very very talented actress. Yeah, um, and we're anyways, just idiots. We could do a whole podcast on just her career alone, but um, so you touched on, and like I said, my generation and younger. And maybe a little, you know, obviously a little bit older, basically millennials, right? Yes. We're older now. We're there's 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 social media now, and and there's ways to get your opinion across. You know, for God's sakes, there's different things that are happening that are literally happening because of a social media presence and a, and a and fans, you know, came out and said we want this in Star Wars, and they're listening to that. Oh, but right. McGregor, you and McGregor hit on something, and he said while for us and for our acting in our prequel the prequels to be appreciated but the generation that grew up watching them that were kids at that time are older now and now it feels good to get appreciated for what we did in those films and i he couldn't have said it any better that perfectly encapsulates what is going on right now and what has been going on with the star wars fandom oh right you you have the original ogs who who really just gravitate towards that they love that right then we have the prequel generation like myself and we didn't mind the the prequels we kind of were like told that they were bad but now that we were taking a a second and be able to form our own opinions and go back and watch these well they were yours they are they were yours you know Right, and, and and we we kind of lay claim to them. Right, because they happened know, when you were alive. Right, we're we're saying no, no, no. These were good movies. Right, Anakin and that, Skywalker and was playing a eighteen-year-old angsty teen. That's he human nature. It. That's human nature. This happened when we were alive, so it's better than you, and that's what we do as humans. So yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, our music's better than your music. You know, right. pop, you know the world right. was better, whatever. And and for so, some reason, the youngest generation, or like the teenage generation of the time, always gets credit as the trendsetters. I've never understood that, but that's how our society works. So, yeah. yeah. So, so I guess all that is, to what I'm saying is, it took a while, and I think that obviously there was a lot of stars that had to align for this series to happen. But this series is coming out at a perfect time. You have plenty of time between the prequels and, you know, the sequel trilogy that came out. You have a generation that has disposable income, you know, and relatively disposable to watch Disney Plus. But their kids are, you know, they have kids. Well, yeah, your your generation is established now. You guys have been around a while. you're, You're kind of doing what you've been doing, hopefully, and. And you've been making some money. You have your own children, but you kind of can start taking care of things and and doing things you maybe want to do a little more than you were when you were younger and just starting out. Right, and and we can you know we can voice our opinion in a way that like is really tangible and, and accessible. You've been alive long enough to have an opinion about it. Yeah, right. Right, and so I guess all that being said, this this series I believe hit at a really good time. And I and I and it's it's good to see that Hayden and Ewan are recognizing the fact that what they did was not lost on 
the majority of the Star Wars fandom. Oh, what right. they did in those prequels was appreciated, and it had it took you know God, what has it been twenty? It's twenty years. Attack of the yeah. Clones just had twenty year anniversary. Two decades, so man. Yeah, twenty years, and and right. they're like, yep, we we definitely we're we're feeling basically we're feeling. Those guys go on stage and they're like rock stars, man. Right. They got yeah. they walk on stage and everybody's standing ovation. They're waving lightsabers in there. They're hooting and hollering. I mean, they can barely even do the interview because people are so excited just to see these people in person. And that that's, and I'm just gonna say this quickly because this is who I am. That's kind of the hypocrisy of of the human condition. On one hand, online when everyone's protected by their own animosity, they'll. Criticize, 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 negative, negative, negative. But yet when they see these people on stage in a live event, they uproar and act like it's the greatest thing that's ever happened since the Beatles or sliced bread or whatever the right expression is. You know, I mean, that's what we do. That's what human beings are. But these movies bring us together. They give us something to bitch about or enjoy or whatever. So, I mean, you can critique and criticize it all you want, but it still gives you something to to be happy or sad about so it has an effect and that's the whole point you know right right and 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 i i don't think there's anything wrong with like oh i don't like that character or i don't like that right you know everybody's entitled to their own opinion but it's it's when you get so vocal about it that you ruin it for other people or you know start influencing other people yeah i don't know i just you don't want to be around people that are constantly negative constantly negative yeah so, and I mean, like, and like you say, it's it's great that if you okay, maybe you didn't like those original those original three movies, but they they exist and they're out. They're still Star Wars, and maybe after time you start to re, like like even like shows like Saturday Night Live and all these other shows, they weren't accepted very well right off the bat, but after time, it's like. You go back and look, and it's like, oh my god, I really liked it. And I, and I'm guilty of that with sitcoms all the time. I didn't watch them during while they were on live TV, but I go back and I watch them in syndication. It's like, oh my god, I think that's hilarious. Maybe I didn't appreciate it at the time, or maybe I was too stupid to watch it. But now I think it's great, and I think that happens a lot with us, you know? Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I, and I think that. Uh... It'll be interesting in a couple of years if we see that happen with the sequel trilogy. The final three, yeah, right. You know, right. Um, it's 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 almost like you know, besides obviously the original trilogy, it's almost like you got to wait a little bit. So we'll see if that pattern. Well, the, there'll be another sure. generation that accepts that as their own. Those right. three movies, yeah, right. All right, so let's get into the to the meat and potatoes of this uh, series. I. So Kenobi, I mean, it obviously centers around Obi-Wan Kenobi. It picks up, I think, nine or ten years after the events of Revenge of the Sith. And, oh, my gosh, goosebumps, chef's kiss, however you want to say it. That intro scene that basically boils everything down to that relationship between Anakin and Obi-Wan at the beginning of the first episode. Oh, perfect. Yeah, right. That was amazing. Um, I, I was like freaking out as I was watching it, but yeah. Um, anyway, so, so we, we pick up at this, this really what they call a dark time in the star Wars universe. You've got a situation where basically the, the Jedi are all but extinct. There's little factions of them. 
and the empire is is doing some some bad stuff they're really cracking down and it, it's no it's it's really no um surprise or like that you get a lot of you know world war Two or you know during world war Two germany nazi germany vibes when you yeah when you see what's going on i mean that's a good point i didn't think of that until you just said that but yeah that's a that's a really good metaphor yeah I mean, you know you take away the the names you and you replace the inquisitors with the nazi ss and you've got you know hitler's germany yeah. is essentially what what you have so and it's, that's it's that's essentially what george lucas was doing well, right. like I said, that was yeah. that's essentially what George Lucas was looking at when he made the original trilogy. So the fact that that Favreau and um, Dave Filoni are are you know doing that same kind of philosophy that makes perfect sense. So you've got a, a situation where Obi Wan Kenobi's big diving. He is out. Desert is tattooing. Keeping a close eye on uh, Luke. But he really doesn't have direct involvement with Luke, and he he's he's trying to just be there as much as he can for him. But as we find out, Owen is not happy about the fact that he's even remotely in his life. I mean, I and I and I, I hopefully I don't butcher this line, but he says to him, he says, you know, Ben, or he says to Owen, he's like, when he's old enough. I have to train him and in his voice. Oh my gosh. I don't know if you recognize it, but the actor who, who is uncle Owen, he nails that voice and from right. the original trilogy. Oh when my you gosh. said, when you said, Owen, I thought you were referring to, uh, to Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry. I was confused. No, no, that's no. my stupidity. So go ahead. Um, but, but he says, like you, and he he does it in this like gravelly, like older, like hardened farmer voice, and he goes like you trained his father, and it's just like oh, like yeah. and 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 Obi Wan can't even say anything, right? He can't even say anything. He's like, no, he's there's like, no argument. You're right. You're, there, you're absolutely no, yeah, right. right. And I you know? I love that too because it's referring to the original trilogy. Anyone who wants to bitch is like, oh my god, that yes, you all, yeah, right. You that. There's nothing else to say to that, and he said it with such bitterness. Like, you're gonna you're gonna screw up somebody else, and this is to one of the most respected uh, Jedi ever. I mean, other right. than Yoda. So, and, and even he and, made a mistake that people will not let him live down. Well, and 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 before that, and 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 I we're kind of jumping all over the place. I'll, let's well, just do it quick because I want to. I want do want to touch on a couple things, but so. Essentially, the crux of the first three episodes is that Obi Wan is trying to. Um, sorry, my Alexa's going off now. <sighs> of course, um, but uh, so he's he's essentially contacted by the Organas, who have adopted Leia, which I had not expected to see her in this series at all. Um, at all? I, I I guess I just didn't even think about it. Like I didn't really. Well, they were separated, so you figured you'd see them both, wouldn't you? Yeah, I guess I didn't. I didn't think about it. I guess I didn't. I thought, and we've, I thought Luke, and we've been but... seeing her more than Luke, way more, obviously. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. So essentially, she gets stolen, and it's all part of this ruse by the um, Inquisitors, the 
third sister, Reva, I think is is what her name is. Yeah, I don't I don't know how to pronounce it. It's R E V A. Yeah, she um is trying to get Obi Wan out of hiding, and he. What they say there's a very common phrase among the Inquisitors: the Jedi hunt themselves. Their code, their their kindness, their uh, their you know desire to help others is like an itch that needs to be scratched. And all you need to do is just wait, wait for them to come and show themselves, and they will. And he, and it's perfectly illustrated at the beginning of the episode when when they throw a knife at this innocent person, and the guy uses the Force, and they make they see he's a jedi and so the whole basically in what this whole series is really coming down to is that uh obi-wan goes to find leia to rescue her and it's so good the dynamic between those two and my god that they pick a great actress to to portray a 10 year old leia like Talk yeah, about vibe, kind of snotty yeah. and snarky and independent. She, she was born to be a rebel leader. Let's right. put it that way. Right. Um. So, and then what? What we have basically. So that's up until. So you got first episode. He's, he kind of he digs up the the lightsabers and he's like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to help him out. I'm going to go find Leia. And then second episode, he does find Leia on another planet, and then runs into uh, a guy who's pretending to be a Jedi, which he's great. I think that's a, he's great comic relief in this, in this series. He's in the Marvel um, movies. He's everywhere now. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he actually helps them get off world. And right at the end of episode two there, I'm skipping over a ton of stuff, but like I said, I'm just trying to do a quick. Yeah. We're not doing a recap. Recap. Right um, before that happens, Third sister kills the Grand Inquisitor. So I, I have some theories about this, but there's some heartburn that people have about, about that. Yeah, happening. that's what I read about most, actually. Um, so then the second episode ends. Third episode, you you go onto this other planet where this cargo ship was going, and you realize that there's actually this underground, you know, group of people that are helping Jedi get free and, and all that. Well... What really is is the most like the highlight of episode three for me is the fact that you see Vader in what is essentially his prime, and he is the essence of Nazi Germany. He is literally dragging people using the force out of their homes and force choking them in front of their families because he senses Obi Wan and he knows that if he does this, Obi Wan cannot resist helping right and so obi-wan sees all this happening he sees what vader has become but and and, and I, I guess at the end of episode two the the big big reveal or the big you know luke no i am your father moment is that he thought anakin was dead up until that point yeah he thought that he died on mustafar yeah and so really, when he's reminded you know, that he's alive yeah that that, that that's kind of how the episode ended just all of a sudden, you see him in this water tank, being yep, in his back to tank. Yep, and so at the end of episode three, you see this like showdown, this second fight between the two, and you can tell Obi Wan is rusty. He is not at the top of his game anymore. He's he's tripping over himself. He's he's really just in a defensive mode. 
if it wasn't for that droid and for the other basically rebel resistance lady helping them out, he would have been dead. Or he would have been at least been captured by Vader and tortured to, to death. Yeah. You know? So it's it's interesting and 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 I wanna just touch on, you know, a couple things throughout this this series, but it's interesting that you have such a unique perspective and i love that they do this in star wars where you go you know the end but you don't know how they get there so it takes some of the burden off like yes you get excited yes you get worried but like you know leia's gonna survive you know obi-wan kenobi's gonna survive and it's it's this unique almost like takes the pressure off where it's like but how do they survive what happens you know what's the story in between yeah um so i guess one of the things that I want to bring up, though, is somebody posted on Facebook when that moment when Obi-Wan and um, Leia get in the back of that truck thing, yep. to go, you know, to, and they see that he's got not only he didn't get like he wasn't given the Reb, the uh, Empire flag. He made his own Empire flag to hang in the back of his truck. And as right. he's getting on, he sees that and it's it's the scariest part in in to, to to make it real really real is the fact that anybody could be that person it wasn't these like all of these people in nazi germany were military brainwashed people they were neighbors they were citizens right. were people that bought the propaganda so like if we let that, and again, I'm getting getting off of my soapbox here, but if we let that happen in our country or in another country, well, we're, I mean, we're not going to, we're gonna not always, that. we're not always, I mean, <laughs> I don't want to push myself in either direction, but it seems sometimes we're not that far from that in our country. Right. Depending right. on the subject matter or how, how, how candid or how enthusiastic or just obnoxious people will get so yeah yeah, yeah. right i mean uh, these movies the whole time have been a testament to human behavior and religion and politics i mean that there's always been a hidden foundation in these movies that are just and, and i mean that that makes sense because that's what that's where movies come from but i mean you don't you don't always see it because it's so well hidden but yeah it's a it's a a true statement about society in these movies and it, and it just for me that was you know when they i mean and I, I obviously recognized it but when somebody pointed it out it was like that is kind of a scary thought to think right that these, the people that could betray betray you could be your neighbors and friends they right it's not necessarily you think you trust just, them like, but you shouldn't you know yeah yeah so yeah so anyways i you know it there were so many Easter eggs. There were so many hidden things throughout the movie that just really, or throughout these first three episodes that were really unique, really cool to see. Um, you know, I, 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 you get so many prequel and original trilogy vibes throughout the whole thing. I mean, he's, he's, <laughs> he's dealing with the Jawa who, uh, hello, that's that's the toy that Luke Skywalker plays with. Yeah, at the beginning of A New Hope, that's the right. that's the toy, that's the model. Right, um, you know the the different the different you know nods to his dad even are like oh my gosh those moments between him and and Leia and how he's just like 
you remind me of my of your mother like, well that, that, say and it, i think you know maybe that's where you were going at one point he okay first of all some of the criticism i read was that um how did they not recognize the only the, the lone jedi left in the galaxy i mean if he's that famous but my my rationale was that he's it's been it's been years maybe they never ran into the guy i mean just because you've heard of somebody doesn't mean you're going to recognize them in public. You know what I mean? And right. people don't want to understand that when they start critiquing this stuff. But this guy's been, he's been away from it for a while. And even when he was in the thick of it, that doesn't mean everybody knew exactly who he was or exactly what he looked like, even stormtroopers, you know? So that criticism just kind of makes me just roll my eyes. And the other thing is, is when then he slipped up, unlike unlike Obi-Wan normally does. He doesn't usually slip up, but he says her name. But they covered right. it up really well and said, oh, yeah, I just saw your mother and, and you and all that stuff. So it made I mean, they covered it up really well, and I think they did that on purpose. That was that was deliberate. So I think they did it really well, despite the criticism that I read from the, the review geek. I thought I thought it was really well done for yeah. the reasons I, that I've said. So, and I mean, in the other, you know, like like I said, I mean, all these different little hidden Easter eggs and little things that happen throughout, but it it really it, it, so what you said. You can pick this thing apart, and there's definitely things that are like okay. Darth Vader knows that Leia is somehow connected to Obi Wan now, How and, and the Senate should always be paying attention. You know, right? But, and the Senate should always be paying attention. And and why didn't Darth do more when when the fire's in front of him? He he could have he could have done more to Obi Wan when he's when it's all happening. But maybe he didn't want to. You can pick apart all of it, anything. But the drama happens for a reason. And when you look at real life, people do things for a reason too. That you could go, why did you do that? So I mean, you're just being critical to pick it apart. You know, let's just enjoy it. Right. Um. But the one thing that, and, and I, I guess we didn't really touch on it too much yet, but this whole situation with the Inquisitors, now they're not, they're, they're like Sith light. They're not the Sith because they, the Sith can only have two at a time, a master and an apprentice. Right. And so right. they're basically force sensitive, <laughs> Jedi, or, uh, lightsaber wielding Sith, not Sith. And they're called the Inquisitors. They're a group of people that hunt down Jedi. And they like, are... They're bad. like engineers in training. They're like engineers in training? Yeah. Oh, not right? really. Engineers. I was trying to hit home for you. Oh, I got you. I got you. Yes. Yeah. Which, by yeah. the way, I finally am. I've got the I've got the thing hanging on my wall to prove the piece of paper. I, I think we talked mind. about that in an episode. I congratulated you. But, yes, you deserve congratulations again. Amongst all the other things you've been going on in your life, so... Yes. Well, the government, fin- the government finally came through recently, as I guess the the uh, I guess is what I'm saying is like, oh, I didn't have the actual license or officially recognized by the state because they were dragging their feet forever. But oh, sure. I okay, get I'm into sorry. politics or anything. But... Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. So no. congratulations were in order when you first got it. But now you have the trophy to prove it. So congratulations. And I got a stamp and everything. So congratulations, yeah. man. Now you can. Now you can throw it in people's faces like you deserve to. Well, that's the first thing my dad said. I was working on the she shed, and I had said a couple of things, and he looks at my wife, and he goes, 
Well, geez, he's an he engineer. finally becomes a professional engineer and he thinks he can just say whatever he wants. Huh? <laughs> so, and yeah, I mean, good for your dad for throwing it in your face, but good oh, for yeah. you that he can. Yeah, I mean, I, you're, anyway, you're a trained I, engineer, so that's the only reason he can do it because you're an engineer. But yeah, that's a good point. Yes, a, a, an engineer in training, like a SIF in training almost. But yes. the thing is, is about that SIF, I mean, they're so backstabbing and everything else that um, somebody made a point that, you know, third sister killing, and I still want to know the rationale behind third sister, fifth brother, and all that kind of right, stuff. Hopefully, right. they explain that. But um, it, she could have almost gotten a promotion for killing the Grand Inquisitor, two Grand Inquisitor. Like, even if yeah. she didn't lie and say that it was Obi-Wan, like, that's just the way that they work. It's like, the not even the mafia. The mafia has a, you know, stricter code of conduct. But anyways... Well, no, no, my... no, but to your point, like the, the, the review geek that I, I read all through, I read a synopsis for all three episodes from this guy. And his point was normally they're punished for, for hurting their own, for, for killing someone above them, you know, and that's what she did at some point. And why is she not at least talked to or punished at that point for, you know, she's kind of going above her rank and. In other cases, that's been, you know, not rewarded, but punished. So this guy kept wondering why that happened. And, you know, I, I, we're not to that point yet. So, well, and I think that I think that she outright lied to Vader. Right. She was a, she was just about to say Kenobi will be, you know. And he's just like, I don't care about the Grand Inquisitor. Like, he's nothing. Like, it doesn't matter to me. Kenobi's the only person that matters. Right. Right. Um, but nobody knows that except him and her, her and Darth Vader. Right. And the big thing, though, that people are upset about is, so he's a race of people that you actually see on Upatau at the end of uh, Revenge of the Sith. You know, those white, like white skinned guys that they have their, you know, lizard, giant lizards running around in that like giant hole in the ground. Yep. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Yep. For those of you who are familiar with Upatau and can just, you know, recall that off the top of your head. But anyways, he's that race of people. And first of all, they were mad because he doesn't look exactly like that and how he was portrayed in the Rebels TV show. Because they really lean into this whole idea of Inquisitors in the Rebels TV show. They also lean into it during uh, the events of Jedi Fallen Order, which is also canon. So what they're upset about or what people are like confused about is, okay, so Rebels takes place after the events of Kenobi, but the Grand Inquisitor is alive and he's this guy like they call him grand inquisitor and he looks exactly like this he's just got a longer conehead type of guy so what's the deal and people think there's a couple different theories going around but basically they're like are they retconning everything that happened in rebels no filoni wouldn't let that happen you know no that's one of his babies i don't think he would let that happen but really what it is what i what i think could be is that they're going to have a, a second grand inquisitor that just happens to be the same species or this guy isn't really dead right it's that simple and i'm not what i believe i'm not gonna get my panties all in a bundle just you know go you know basically having uh fit over the fact that he she killed him i like i was just like oh you don't you don't wear panties you don't wear panties in the first place not today that's one reason yeah right right my star wars batman star wars underoos but those are yeah but those are like whitey tighties they're not panties. oh yeah sorry right sorry john terminology yeah. Um, but so I guess that was one of the bigger complaints that I heard about it. Um, 
there there were some things that I saw about this latest episode that people were, you know, kind of upset about. I can't um, believe the criticism I read about this. I was yeah. so in love with this show right off the bat. And I I mean, and the thing is, anybody I, I read about was in love with the Mandalorian. And then so I thought, okay, they're gonna love this just as much, and yet they just started criticizing. But I think again, as we said, it's because of the time that it was based in. No matter what you do, no matter how accurate, no matter what it is, it's gonna be criticized because it's still not the same thing. It didn't happen back then. You know? Yeah. And it sucks because I think this is amazing. I love this so far. Well, and and I I'm actually I mean And you're a bigger Obi-Wan fan than I am, and I'm oh, saying that. So I can't I've, imagine how you feel. I've watched every single episode twice now. And and because you said you said to me, I don't know if it was on mic or off mic, he's your favorite Star Wars character, correct? I believe so, yeah. I would say he's he's one hundred percent my favorite Jedi. I, I I loved him in the prequels. Sure. Okay. And sure. nobody I mean, there's there's some things that are wrong with prequels, there's things that and are he wrong was, with the he was the, he's, he was easy to dislike because he's kind of condescending, kind of a know-it-all, kind of always snarky and crabby. So good for you for liking him the most because I kind of just was like, Jesus, what the hell's wrong with Obi-Wan back then? You know? So yeah. I, I, I admire you for liking him because he's, he's a very respectable character. And I guess what it – and like I said, there's there's – there's issues with all three trilogies. <gasps> I said there's issues with the original. Oh my god! Oh what? My god. There's a, there's SWAT coming through my window. They're jumping through my window right now. They're, they're pinning me down. Lightning bolts. The yeah. hand of God. Yes. George Lucas himself just called me and said, "Can take away all my toys." I can't um, believe we weren't cut off. Yeah. So, I guess that being said, yes, but yeah. Obi-Wan is, is my favorite, probably my favorite Star Wars character, definitely my favorite um, Jedi. Jedi. And I was very excited about this series coming out, obviously. I think we both were. Has it lived up? I think so. I think there was, there's no definitely kidding. some things for me. A little dry, a little, okay, let's, you know. And then I kind of got through the first three episodes, and I'm like, man, this is going to be just about him saving Leia. And, I, and it's okay. It's it just... I, I was hoping sure. to see some other, you know, aspects of, of what he was going to do, but and there's four I, episodes left, so we might still see that. I mean, if you haven't seen episode four, I just want to say that was a great episode. And right. holy shit, I'm not going to spoil too much, but snow speeders, anyone? Fuck yeah! Yeah. So, yeah. Right. Um. Okay. Anyways, well, I, right. Yeah. We we're yeah. Now that it's out there, yeah, that was a good episode too, but we won't go into it too much. Um, but but all that being said, I think that it's 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 just like in in certain ways, it's just like the other series. It's just like the TV shows or the you know Rebels and, and Clone Wars. Or any, it's, to be honest, it's a it's a it's a personal preference. And if you don't like it, that's okay. And don't right. you know, like we said, don't don't you know ruin it for anybody else. But that. It, it it's good. It just Ewan McGregor is just so good at what he does. Like and that okay he, to that point, you know, the guy that that review geek that I read and he, I mean, he was pretty critical the entire time. He gave a good synopsis. He really recapped the, the episodes very well to his credit. But he, in his credit, also he he said Ewan McGregor nailed it because he's an incredible actor. I think he's an Academy Award winning actor. Or, 
I think he's knighted. I, I think that guy's he's a well-respected actor, and he does really well. Even as much credit or disrespect as this guy was saying for the for the series, he still gave Ewan McGregor his credit. So, yeah, I just want to say that he was in Moulin Rouge for God's sake. I forgot. Yeah, about that. the guy's been in a lot of amazing. Not you don't that even Moulin realize Rouge was like. <laughs> No, and I mean, like Jared Leto gets a lot of criticism for a few movies he's in, but then you realize, oh my God, he's been in all these other things. Some of these guys just they they clone so well, they 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 hide so well. They're such good actors, you don't even realize. Oh my God, you're in that. So, right. I mean, that that's a credit to their to their ability and their their skills. So th- that should be now, lost. I heard a rumor, and this is I heard been... a rumor. Oh, sorry, that's a song. This uh, music hour has been brought to you by Monty and Nikki. No, that was horrible, especially in my cold voice. Yeah, I, I set him up and you knocked him down. No, I, I, I knocked it down, all right. So let's move on quickly. <laughs> um, what I was going to say is I did hear a rumor that... <laughs> I want to do it again. Keep going. Um, that uh, they're, because of the success, it, it, it has, the, has the most views of any... Star Wars TV show, any really? Disney Plus TV show to date. No kidding. As much as people are still crit- critiquing it, you can't critique it if you don't watch it. I guess is the point, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. You still, you know, any publicity, good, any bad publicity is still publicity. Anyway, right? And yeah, um, you can't critique if you haven't seen it. So yeah. So they're saying now what? What they the greater internet rumor mill? Yeah, they. Yeah. Um. Disney saw is seeing the success. I'm sure it's riding right on the back of um, Star Wars Celebration, but they're saying we're gonna we're gonna green light a second season already. So as much criticism as we're talking about, there's so much. Oh my god, I love this! I love this! I love this! That they're like, okay, we got to give another season. Yes, right. yeah, so, baby. So we're we're uh, supposedly going to be seeing a second season eventually and i i think that's exciting i think that you could really explore a lot in that time period and if you mcgregor's up for it and if this is real and it's not just a you know Hype. whatever the clickbait yeah i think it'd be exciting yeah um i i will i will say that this is this has been a unique experience like like we talked about it's so different in the tone and just the premise. It's familiar but different, and it's it's more along the lines of Bo- Book of Boba Fett. But that was just it; just went in a different direction, and it's good for that reason. And Kenobi is good for the reasons that I mean, they're really filling in the gaps well. And surprising, I can't believe it took three, basically three seasons worth, for us to finally get back to like. Jedi culture. Well, and you like you, and like you're kind of alluding to, one's from the dark side and one's from the light side. Mm-hmm. So I mean that's right. and that's that's what we wanted. I want both. I I mean I'm yeah. I'm I've always been a light side guy because I'm just such an amazing, incredible, nice, caring human being as most people would describe me as. I think I think I just threw up in my mouth, but. I, I do consider myself a decent human being, so I've always considered my, myself a light side type of person. But I want to see both sides of the story because I love the story, you know? 
Right. And I'm a dark, twisted person, so I like both. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what it is. Yeah, and I and I think that I think that there's there's merit to both and to to understand right. what both the sides universe, of the story. The, and, every yeah. universe offers balance, so you need to have both. And I want to I want to see both sides. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, I think we've gone long enough. This definitely is a little bit on the longer side of things, but I, I think that there was a lot that had to be said. One of the things that I do want to mention is that if you were at Star Wars Celebration, you know how the timing of it worked. It was like that Friday that it came out. On Thursday night, Ewan McGregor got up on stage and said, and guess what? All of you that are here, come back later tonight because we're going to have a watch party and you guys are going to be the first ones to see the first two episodes. And I'm like, shut the F up. Come on. That was on Thursday night. But anyway, so so clearly a lot of hype, a lot of things that are, are surrounding this that you know, is is kind of feeding into everything that the reason why it's successful. Um, right. But yeah, I'm I'm so I'm so excited to to see the rest of the series. I'm excited to see you know all these other series that are coming out you know on Disney Plus. So it's it's a it's a great time to be a Star Wars fan. Yeah, and I yeah. I think like you said, you alluded to the reason they maybe declared it a mini or a exclusive series or mini series, whatever they call it is because they wanted to be part of this latest uh, award ceremony or whatever. And right. I, that, that maybe was just try- yeah. right. They were just trying to get into a category that wasn't necessarily meaning setting themselves up to only have one season. So it's cool that they are at least alluding to another season. So, right. That's exactly. awesome. All right. Well, all that being said, we'll we'll do another shorty in quotes uh, episode uh, for the last three episodes. Um, I've got four. a couple things. Four. Is right. there is there seven? I think there's seven. Yeah. Oh, I thought awesome. there was seven. Okay. I thought there was. Um, I've been wrong. And uh, we'll see how the times out. I might not be able to get an episode in before then, but I I will be going to. Uh, Disney World, yeah, going to Galaxy's Edge. So hopefully, I can get a picture with Boba Fett and Fennec Shan while I'm there. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll be we'll be hopefully reviewing a couple more. There's a lot lot going on, so we'll uh, we'll kind of see how things go. And yeah, it's just just a good good time to be a geek. Yeah, we'll fill you in with all our geekdom too, as we always do. All right. On that note, like we always like to say. Getting old is mandatory. Growing up is optional. Thanks, guys. <laughs> what kind of creepy person do you have at the end of your show now?